Hi, everyone. Blue here at PMS on the Contamination Monitoring Podcast. Today, I'm delighted to speak with Serena Steidel, and we are discussing uh, validation and qualification in pharmaceutical environments. Uh, Serena has a strong scientific background in microbiology and biotechnology. She worked in several pharmaceutical companies to support quality control departments. She's especially skilled in quality assurance procedures and has excellent knowledge of GMP guidelines. She started her career as a quality technician, and over the years, she moved to management positions, working in immunochemical, chemical, and microbiological departments. At PMS, she splits her time between sterility assurance and risk assessments for environmental monitoring. Hi, Serena, how are you doing? Thank you, uh, I'm fine <laughs> for the moment, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful, I'm glad you're making the time today. Um, so can you please start with talking to us about what are validation and qualification? Okay, of course. So talking about uh, validation and qualification, it's easy to get confused. Uh, they are use, uh, usually used interchangeably, but uh, it's more accurate uh, or correct to think about validation as a concept that includes qualification. Uh, in accordance with the principle of the good manufacturing practices, uh, both validation and qualification are actions to demonstrate that the expected results are achieved, but there is some difference between the two. Uh, without uh, intending to provide a formal definition, we can say that qualification is a phasic and documented process. Each pharmaceutical process requires the careful design of the need equipment in order to provide the expected efficiency and performance. The equipment must not adversely affect the product quality. It must comply with the applicable techniques, uh, technical rules and uh, it must be fit uh, for its intended use. So qualification is the overall process of assessing the level of compliance of the equipment uh, with its intended use. Uh, equipment must be qualified according to the characteristics of the environment using uh, um, methodology in accordance with uh, the requirement of the Annex 15. So while validation ensures uh, that any procedure, process, equipment, material, activity uh, or system leads to the expected results, qualification is the action of providing the demonstration that equipment uh, works correctly. It provides um, documented assurance that the pharmaceutical system or process is performing as intended. Wonderful. So is there any common way to perform these activities in a limited time? Uh, to proceed in a limited time frame, it is necessary to have a defined plan, uh, a plan of action, uh, and be able to work in synergy involving all the various departments, for example, engineering, maintenance, QC, QA. Uh, so identifying a project leader um, helps uh, to centralize information and ensure that uh, someone is aware of all the different phase, uh, phases required. 
Um, Gantt charts are the example of tools uh, useful for the project management process, for example. Um, and keep in mind that the engineering department's activities cannot discard the quality requirements that must be ensured by the quality assurance department, for example, through the opening of management of a change control. So in addition, referring, for example, to a validation such as a process or an environmental classification, the intervention of the quality control department is always necessary to, to collect the data. So uh, these ones, again, emphasize that uh, the need of the integrated plan, as described during uh, um, the presentation of the webinar and our uh, previous application note about uh, validation and qualification topics, uh, investing in the training, skills uh, and knowledge of internal personnel is essential to achieve objectives as quick as possible. Uh, in fact, if people understand why and how to do something or certain certain action, they will certainly be more confident in achieving their objectives and more ready to face any issue uh, that may arise during the work. So all departments need to be on the same page. So does the new NX1 revision have any impact on smoke study and lyophilization? Uh, the latest uh, revision of the Annex 1 has, uh, has had a big impact uh, on uh, smoke studies and freeze drying or lyophilizing. Uh, smoke studies, uh, in addition to be a fundamental tool for the qualification of a filling lines, uh, have assumed in a recent year a very important role to the analysis of the risks uh, relating to the execution of uh, aseptis, uh, aseptic techniques uh, and uh, the drafting of the contamination control strategy. Uh, a review of this study must be conducted to verify the impact of operation in the first year and find the best possible operation within the critical areas. Uh, in this way, the, the smoke studies can and should be used for training and qualification of the personnel to, opera, um, to operate in insural areas. Furthermore, the smoke studies are reported in the Annex 1 uh, play a very important role in defining the monitoring plan and are parameters to be evaluated in a risk assessment for the definition of the sampling points. Regarding the leophilization, Annex 1 allows an additional year for pharmaceutical companies to align with the, um, the other points of the document. Uh, it has become evident that uh, there is a need to move uh, towards automated system in which loading and unloading activities are not carried out by the operators, or at least not directly by them, but using barrier systems. The um, sterilization of the lophalizer has also become an aspect to be carefully evaluated within CCS. It must be validated and the holding time between the sterilization cycle and the effectiveness use, effective use must be testing during the accepting process simulation. Furthermore, the frequency uh, of the lyophilizer sterilization must be determined based on the system design and within the, CC, the CCS. In cases uh, where the relative risks are, are high, 
Esteri JSON is required with each batch. Uh, another important aspect uh, is the maintenance of the integrity of the lifelizer, uh, which must be validated, and the filter used to maintain the integrity must be tested each batch. Okay, so how to qualify an online non-viable particle counter? Um, when we think uh, about uh, online total particle counter, uh, it is natural to think uh, of a system made up of several probes, uh, which must be set up with uh, sampling recipes uh, and which must follow a risk assessment to define volume, work rate and sampling frequency. So the first step in the process flow for qualifying a system like this uh, is the drafting of a risk assessment to identify as mentioned the location, volumes and frequencies uh, with um, scientific and process-based rationales. Uh, a process mapping is therefore necessary, indicating general information needed uh, on the system, for example, uh, sensors with uh, description and configuration, recipes, uh, access. So process mapping will then be followed by the drafting of the PQ, so the, the performance qualification protocol for system validation. And uh, at the end of all the qualification phases, uh, the, system, the system management SOP will be issued. And when the amount uh, da of data collecting this satisfaction is statistically signif significant, uh, alarm and action uh, limits will be confirmed. Uh, at that point, the process flow can be considered concluded. Got it. Uh, so how often should maintenance of qualified validated status be carried out and if there are initial qualifications and or validations? Regarding requalification, we are talking about uh, clean room and personnel. For clean rooms, uh, the, annex the Annex 1, of course, uh, requires a maximum time interval uh, for requalification of grade M, B areas every six months and grade C and D every uh, 12 months. Uh, for personnel, requalification is uh, required after a disqualification and should be include consideration of participation in a successful uh, aseptic process simulation and APS. Um, for validation of a process, for example, sterilization, accepting process simulation, disinfectants, it depends on the topic. So usually the frequency should be determined by a quality risk management tool. Fantastic. Serena, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. <laughs> Have a nice day. Bye-bye.